0: this week for episode 97 wow we're getting up there of the odd data podcast i've been kind of busy this week I'm, i'm committing to trying to write more for the blog i'm trying to do more with the facebook group that you probably haven't heard of and of course we took the family to the food truck festival which was a cool experience and, of course, I got to be a part of the Sunshine Summit 2018 and hang out in all the live streams this week. And in the news, it seems that I have some sort of a personal story for every story this week, except maybe one. Beginning hot Our podcast in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Welcome to the Odd Dead Out Podcast, where normal is not my specialty. I am your host, as always, the ever-rambling Adam Higgins, and this is the show where I share my twisted little stories and thoughts and ramblings, and I make fun of some weird news stuff, and I, I share podcasts and things that I think you should be checking out, because I just love sharing things. And apparently, I'm a nice guy like that. <laughs> so, I guess before I get into too much, I guess, and because of the day I'm recording, I kind of feel like I need to address the elephant in the room. Uh, this, this is, I'm recording this on Wednesday morning, and if you follow the news at all, uh, yesterday, Stephen Hawking died. And I'm, I'm less about, uh, like, oh, you know, rest in peace, Stephen Hawking. Like, did, the man was a genius, and there's no denying it. What's what kind of pissed me off is immediately I started seeing posts and comments from these super religious people who were basically complaining about he was an atheist and shitting on this dude. It's like the dude has just died and you're shitting on him like because he was an atheist, because he didn't believe what you believe. And so you're going to sit there and immediately, I mean, body's probably not even cold and you're shitting on this guy because he was an atheist So, fuck all you guys that are pulling that shit. Just gonna get that out of the way. Uh, Okay. I just, I just had to say that because that, seeing that, like, in, in some of the comments and things, immediately it, it pissed me off. All right. (laughs) Back on track. Do we have a track? I don't know. We never have a track. I kind of have a track. Whatever. So yeah like i said i've I've been trying to do a lot and I've been trying to do a lot more with the show stuff and more in in the web page for what all it is and I've started trying to write more for the blog side of things and 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 post up things aside from just you know show notes and here's the next episode and all that because well it, it makes for a boring page and sometimes i I I think of a lot of things and I try and get a lot of, like I I have ideas and shit that goes through my head that I just, I, I don't get out because I'm not always in front of a mic. Okay. Technically, you know, we live in a world where you have a cell phone in your pocket and everybody's got the capability of recording everything they say and documenting everything they say and do at every given moment of the day. And I could absolutely like have a thought and go on like Instagram stories or go like live on Facebook or Instagram or whatever just to ramble on whatever the hell's going through my head, but I'm not that kind of person um I don't generally like putting my face on the internet, not even like a, a anything it's other than I just don't think I'm very photogenic, so I don't like showing my face. uh My wife has forced me to do that a few times I'm not. I just don't like the way I look in pictures. what can I say um, that being like all that being said, I was actually live on video during the Sunshine Summit, which I will talk about later but yeah i've just been trying to I, i want to and i say i'm trying to because it is with everything else and and you know trying to sleep and work and kids and all the rest of the stuff that i do under normal circumstances i want to write more i want to get things down and i may even just kind of write these ramblings down and and compress them into sort of things and put them in some sort of written form because it's the one part of the show that doesn't go into the show notes. I just kind of stick it in a little summary if you've ever looked at the show notes. Um, I just kind of, hey, here's what I'm talking about. And it's basically now as amounted to, I write that first. And I used to write it last. But I kind of more because it's probably the one part of the show that I script now is the intro. Just so I know what the hell to say because all honesty, it takes me like if I don't have it written in front of me, I can probably do that 20 times. Before I feel comfortable with it, just word choice or fumbling over something or, you know, like I was going to say a word and then I changed the word and then it just just stumbled. And so now I actually, and I think it goes to the part where I was saying last week where I got ahead of the curve and I stayed up and I basically, I think that's just going to become my new thing. I'm going to stay up Monday night, get everything ready Tuesday. I think that's what I'll probably turn Tuesday and Tuesday will be writing day. That'll be it. But I'll probably, I think that's what I'm going to do. That's, that's, that's the plan. We're work, we're, we're hatching the plan right now. Monday is show notes. Tuesday is writing blog post stuff, I guess. And Wednesday is the show. There we go. Yay. That's it. And and the rest of the week is for promotion and, and talking about other people, not myself, because I'm terrible at promoting myself. I promote other people. Cause me. Again, and, I, and I've said it a million times. I'm a better pimp than prostitute. I can't sell myself, but damn it, I will push you. Anyway, <laughs> um so there's all that. And and kind of with that writing and with doing more stuff. I should say, did you know, and I, I think I mentioned it once, that I have a Facebook group for the show. Um it it is called and I keep tweaking the name, but it's currently called The Twisted World of the Odd Dead Out. And I think it all up to a week ago it was the twisted children of the odd dad out and it didn't really matter what it was called because it was my family primarily that i had just added to the group when i started the group and i think it was just everybody who had liked the, the uh, facebook page up to that point so they, they all got kind of default added to the group but i've been uh i was in the pod stuff group i believe and they they uh kind of have a a share sunday and you're like hey what do you want more promotion with hey what do you want more followers with and i went ahead and posted the group in there because like well hell why not and it's more of a case of well if i have people in here that may actually interact and i'll totally chalk this up to uh paul chomo from varmints he found the group i didn't promote it i didn't do anything about it but he found the group and he joined and i'm like well shit now it's like if I don't do shit in here, I'm really bad about this group, cause nobody really does anything, and so I kind of was like, okay, well I need to do more, and so I, I put up that post. And I was like, you know, maybe it'll give me some accountability. It'll get people to do more. It'll get, you know, it's was like, if if I have people in the group that actually care, that voluntarily joined this group, then. I'm I'm going to have to do something I'm going to have to you know post up more stuff I'm going to have to actually have some stuff to do and and I kind of actually before I, I had crap for description or group rules or anything and I, I kind of thought about it and I rewrote some stuff and I was like hey here's what the group is you know the, this group is an extension of the show and so I'm you know what do I do on the show I ramble I rant I talk about stuff I share weird news I share podcasts so what am I going to do in the group I'm probably going to like say hey here's you know a thought going through my head kind of like what I do on the Facebook page if you actually uh, like the Facebook page Um, here's stuff going on in my head here's stuff I'm thinking about doing with the show here's some news stories that I may or may not use in the show here's just some weird news shit that I've seen throw it in there and hey, I'm going to also be posting like new episode links for shows that like for my podcast friends and shows that I follow. And I'm going to do all that. And I was like, and I put in there basically my one rule and all these Facebook groups have a ton of rules and like no doing this and no doing that and no like no cross posting this and no self promotion. Like I don't really so much care about a lot of those things. It, that's just not the way I mean especially in for me in this show it's not the kind of group where I'm going to be worried about you know who's going to be spamming shit in my group really like if, if you did come into my group and started spamming shit then I'd just kick you out because you're not actually a listener you're not a fan of the show you have no reason to be in the group so fuck off um but uh, that that aside I put in there basically my one rule don't be a dick, and and it basically means just like I I don't like bullying I, and, and I realize for all this, the the shit talking I do on this show about you know stupid people in the news and all of that and and bitching and rambling that I do I I don't like bullying and I don't like people who say things maliciously and people who try to hurt other people I don't like it. And so I have a very low tolerance for bullying and I have no like little to no tolerance for th- uh, things of that sort. And so and then I kind of put as an extension of that don't be a dick rule, no politics. And again, with this show, I don't talk politics on the show. And I, and I don't remember if I've said it here. If I've said it in interviews. I don't talk politics because po- talking about politics just causes fights. That's it it doesn't matter what side of things you are on it causes arguments and even if you have two people that can discuss things civilly somewhere some jackass is going to see some shit and start some shit and it's not worth the fight so I, I just kind of was like hey let's leave the politics out of it because it's it's just it's just we're not worth it it's, it's 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 a fight and so that's that and that's basically if you do care to join the facebook group um I don't have one of those fancy, here's the name of my group URLs, um, but it is, if you just search in Facebook, for in the groups for the twisted world of the odd dad out, the, I don't even remember if there's a the in there, but anyway, it's the twisted world of the odd dead out and, and join in and I'll, I'll probably let you in unless you look like a bot. I need to put up some questions, but I feel like I'm, I'd probably put up some really stupid question just for the hell of it. Cause I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, on to the, like, all of that stuff aside, the, the weekend got quite busy for me, aside from the Sunshine Summit stuff, which again, I'm going to talk about. Actually, I'm throwing that at the end, but I think I mentioned, uh, I, I may not have actually mentioned that out here in Surprise, they do, uh, what they kind of refer to as the second Sunday food truck festival out at, at the ballpark out here at the Surprise Stadium. Uh, I guess it's it's what's adjacent to the ballpark. So it's eight-acre fields at Surprise Stadium. And I think it's actually, I, I don't even know, a big-ass eight-acre field outside of the baseball stadium out here in Surprise. And it's just this big food truck festival, 20-some-odd food trucks, with live music and games and bouncy houses for the kids and all this great stuff. And it's really one of those grab a lawn chair, sit back in and watch the bands, you know, grab whatever food you are looking for. I think there were a couple of, of cheesesteak trucks. There was a quite busy one, very busy lemonade stand. And my, we, my wife stood in line probably a combined 40 minutes to get lemonades from this place. But she got these like... Crazy, like, blue raspberry, uh, fucking gummy bear lemonades that were bomb. And they were, like, fresh squeezed lemons. And I guess they had, like, this pneumatic lemon press. And so it would, like, smash the lemons and, and dice them and all this crap and throw it in your cup and all this craziness. But they were awesome. But fuck the line was long for this thing. But at the same time, there's one person inside. This is, yeah, one person inside making lemonades one at a time. Sometimes two at a time. But, you know, mixing and tossing and ingredients. And because it's not just lemonade, because you can't just do regular lemonade. You got to do crazy lemonade, like gummy bear lemonade. And, I mean, we got, let's see what. Rihanna got a, what was the name of the thing? It was like this, uh, the gangsta burger or gangsta grilled cheese sandwich from. I cannot remember the name of the truck now, and I hate it. it was, I, I hate that I can't remember it, was, but it was a barbecue food truck. And they had kind of the this, this standards, your pulled pork and your chopped brisket. And it was more of a chopped uh, barbecue rather than a, a whole sliced brisket and things like that. But it had like chopped brisket, pulled pork, and mac and cheese on a grilled cheese sandwich. And I think Rihanna posted up pictures of it, Uh, but, you know, that and then her gummy bear lemonade and, you know, of course, a big part of why we went was after our fry bread expedition uh, at the uh, hoop dancing festival. There was a fry bread truck there, (laughs) so we had to get fry bread and. I think I grabbed a, a cheesesteak and I'm, I'm, I'm kind of thinking maybe I should have gone with the other cheesesteak truck. I was a little disappointed, especially because I had to wait 20 minutes to get it. So I was like, eh, it was all right. But then again, I've never been, and I, and I don't, and I'm probably going to get anybody from the Philly community out that way. Uh, I've never been a fan. I've, okay, I've never had a good experience with a Philly cheesesteak. And I realize this because I'm I'm like, you know, I've had one in Texas and one in Arizona, they're probably not going to be the best quality. And it may to me it's always been kind of dry and I, I I can identify the flaws, the direct flaws in the execution from the places I go, which is why I have high hopes that one day I'll have a good Philly cheesesteak because I can go and say, "Yeah, this bun is cold and stale." That's why it's crap. And they overcooked this meat and it's too dry. That's why it's crap. This cheese is, you know, all they, that's, it's, you know, diluted cheese whiz. It's crap. I was like, eh, maybe I should, you know, I, it's, I need to find a place with a good Philly cheesesteak and I doubt I'm going to find one outside of Philly, at least that anybody from Philly would agree with, but would would tell me it was decent enough but i I'm gonna give the other truck a try next time. I also wanted i there was a poutine truck there that I wanted to go to, but between burgers and barbecue and crap tons of lemonade and all this other stuff and I'm gonna say it food trucks aren't cheap. It's not cheap food by any stretch, and I'm willing to bet that when they have to do a big festival like that and they're probably paying a chunk to the venue for the whole thing, the prices are probably a little higher. I'm sure if I ran into. Uh, One of these places on the, like out in the world, it would probably not cost me ten bucks to get a sandwich. Or it may. I don't know. I've never been to a food truck outside of this, but it was. We had a great time, and we were there. It was very fortunate because we thought we were going to be late, and it turned into oh, the event starts at four, not noon like it has in, in previous years, or previous years in previous months, and so we're we're really looking forward to next month. And it's going to be, it's going to be fun time. And I think it's going to be our like regular thing. As long as they're doing it, I think we're going to be going out there and, you know, pl- sending the boys up and to play in the bouncy houses and, and filling up on, on tons of food truck stuff. And it's probably going to be like our fun budget because we probably spent a hundred dollars. No lie. We probably spent a hundred dollars on food and stuff while we were there. So we need to be a little more mindful of that next time, I think. But it was totally worth the experience because we got to go. We got to go out. We got to take the boys out and do something. They got to run around and and they saw some of their school friends. And, of course, they were really pissed when we had to leave. But part of the event starting so much later and running so much later was the event went on later then like we had to get home basically it it was sunday night and like well the boys have school tomorrow they need to make lunches they need to get showers they need to get everything ready for school and oh yeah emmett's at home and he needs his pills and he needs to eat like you know we have a dog that's been home alone for the last three hours who's probably not not too happy about that he really doesn't like it when we are all gone so especially because he fights with the cats so, like, no, you know, we gotta get back. And oddly enough, the only one to throw a fit was Bug. And it literally dragged him out of there, kicking and screaming. And it was funny because we had taken... I think I mentioned last spring break when we got a wagon. We got, like, a pop-up radio flyer wagon. So, it's really nice because it folds into a moderately uh, a compact travel size. And... So we took, you know, our big stroller for Sam and we took the wagon for the other other little boys to sit in. So they're not walking all over and trying to run off and all this. Like, here, no, you guys get in the wagon, buckle up, and I'm dragging. And so I'm dragging 100 pounds of kid. And we realized that because of the, the way the axle is on the thing, basically I have Bug and Damien in the wagon. And Charlie would stand on the axle. Uh, like a like crossbar at the bottom of the wagon. So he could just ride on the back. And so I'm dragging all three kids back and forth because, of course, the lemonade stand where my wife is at, who's been standing in line for 20 minutes, she's on one side of the field. Well, we're down at the barbecue stand at the other side of the field or we're at the, the, the fry bread truck was actually right next to the barbecue place. Well, the lemonade was in the other corner, and then the 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 cheesesteak place was on another corner, and the burger place was closer to the middle of the field. And we're like, and then of course, from where we were sitting and 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 relaxing, and we sat down to eat, was on the complete opposite side of the field from the bouncy houses for the boys. So I did a lot of just you know sled dogging across uh, eight acre fields. But it was a good time and damn, we all slept like rocks that night. And the next day, Rihanna and I both were absolutely feeling all of that walking in our legs. And for me, I mean, I walk around all night as part of my job pushing heavy equipment. But it's not hauling, you know, dragging a hundred pounds of kid in a, in a radio flyer across a field of very thick grass. Uh but I think next next month I'll be in better shape for it yes next month better shape <laughs> but it was a good time and I, I'm absolutely looking forward to it again and I've reached out to uh and oddly enough Rihanna had the same idea I've actually reached out to uh, Chris the mole man and and Mike Jolitz about meeting up and I realized Chris just moved like is, I think he is in the process right now of moving into his new house, which is quite a bit further away than he was about like two weeks ago. But I, I, you know, reached out to him and was like, Hey, you guys at that big food festival thing. And I'm basically trying to get it together. And again, Rihanna had the idea too of, you know, it'd be kind of cool to get, you know, all of us together and to have, you know, because they've got kids. And they've, you know, and, I, and I've, like, Mike Jolitz has talked about, like, maybe doing a, uh, kind of a play date, uh, with his daughter and maybe one of the boys and I, ages and that. And, but yeah, it, it'll be, it'd be kind of a cool thing to get, you know, actually have us all out in public with our families and, and meet and all this stuff. Because, you know, and I don't know if I mentioned this for all of, you know, my, my podcaster friends that are as close as they are. I've never actually met these guys. I've never actually met them face to face, and much like me, Chris covers his face up in a lot of like he's got pig masks and and other weird stuff. He tends to not show his face in things. So yeah, it'll be interesting. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it. It's just it's going to be a fun thing to do. Uh. I mean, and I've got such a, another more busy stuff coming up the next few weeks. This weekend is my anniversary. Uh, Nine years. Nine years. (laughs) And next week is, is Damien's birthday and he's going to be six. And it's just going to be all sorts of crazy, you know, busy, busy weekends. And, of course, next week is spring break for the boys, and so we've just got so much stuff to try and do, and so they're not bored home for a week. You know, we're going to try and go to the zoo. We're going to try and do a bunch of stuff and go out, and and it's just going to be the next couple of weeks are probably going to be kind of crazy. So – that's that's what's going on here i've gone on for so much but it was i actually had a bunch of stuff to say this time oh my god it's amazing what it what i can do when i have kind of a plan holy shit all right <laughs> well, i'm gonna take a quick break uh get some more coffee because i do and i will be right back with the news Hey everyone, Hannah here, the co-host of Film Roast, where two over-caffeinated and underqualified friends talk about all things movies. If you like film factoids, lots of sarcasm, and bad impressions, check us out on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. You can also follow us on Twitter, at Film Roast Show, and like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Film Roast. Happy roasting! Hey there, podcast fans, I'm Matt. I'm Joe. And I'm Becky. And every Tuesday we're getting goofy and geeking out on pre-recorded live. We talk nerdy news. Movies, comics, and TV. Video games, music, and potpourri. Wait, what? Potpourri? Pine cones and dried wood chips and dried flowers and stuff? No, like, you know, whatever. So I could have just said whatever? I think that's better. Okay, so let's say video games, music, and whatever. Whatever. So check us out online at prereclive.wix.com backslash podcast, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcasting app. Don't oh, worry, guys. I'll let that poop report part out. Terrific. From the news. Okay. So I said, I've kind of got sort of a story to go along with every story this week. And whether everything kind of had a, hey, this sounds familiar sort of vibe to me. Starting off, scientists create eye drops that may repair your vision. Yeah. So scientists in Israel claim to have created a solution of nanoparticles that can repair damaged corneas and correct both near and far sightedness. And apparently this treatment would include like actually, actually like corneal mapping. Of your eyes. Via smartphone. I don't get exactly how all this would work. But the way it almost sounds like. Is that you're going to like. Scan your eyes with your phone camera. It's then going to use a light to like. It's going to like map your eyes. Using your phone. And. And. They're gonna have these eye drops, and these eye drops are going to repair the damage to your phone. This sounds like some crazy, like sci-fi sort of stuff. Like you put these eye drops in your in your eyes, and little robots go and sit there and 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 fix whatever the hell's wrong with your your vision, which would be great as much as it is mildly terrifying. And it's and it's for me, I look at it like, uh, and I'm I'm fucking blind um i cannot see i could not see my computer screen from here sitting at my desk if i took my glasses off and i realized yeah saying i'm blind when you know uh daryl from smoke and mirrors formerly of the bro rons uh, uh is actually legally blind i think he's got like you know maybe fractional kind of a used to maybe he thinks he can see something through one eye and most of what I see is just kind of super, super blurry. Like on my screen right now, I see a black box and a blue line that is growing. And that's about it. <laughs> and yeah, my my vision is is garbage. And I've been wearing very thick glasses since the seventh grade. And you know, my my parents were surprised that up to that point, I've always been. I was an A student all through high school. Not to brag, but. They, they were surprised when they found out that how bad my vision was because they realized that I couldn't actually see the board in class. That I could not actually see the board from my seat in class in any classroom I'd ever been in. And yet I still had A's in every class. But the thing about this is I don't know if I would do it. And I, and I say that because I mean, laser vision correction has been around for years now, and I have, I've, I've considered the idea. I've considered about like, hey, do, get my eyes lasered so I don't have to wear glasses because I have to wear glasses. You know, from the mo- the minute I get up in the morning to the minute I go to sleep, I have to have my glasses on, or I'm I can't I cannot actually see the length of my arm away from me. And so I I really I have to have glasses at all times and I don't like contacts and we've kind of uh, toyed around with the idea of me getting contacts except for the here's the thing when I don't wear my glasses you could say it's kind of a, a family trait the men in my family have a really nasty scowl it's just sort of a look my grandfather had it my dad has it I have it when I take my glasses off I always look angry. It's just it. It's just the way my eyes are shaped and my face composition is. I look angry. And so by me wearing my glasses, it all, it softens my appearance and makes me look not so much of an asshole. Which I think, you know, all of that previously probably contributed to the image of me as being kind of an asshole. But that aside, it, it, we've kind of talked about it. My wife and I have thought about it over the years. And I probably will continue to wear glasses, even though I could get, like, instead of having to have my eyes lasered, and 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 fried off, or whatever the hell they do, and I've heard it's relatively painless, and it takes like fifteen minutes and you're in and out, and it's crazy like that but i' I'm mildly terrifying, but I don't want to look like that I kind of i I accept that I need to have glasses for my physical appearance, so I don't look so intimidating and I'm not like a oh, I'm going to beat you up, kind of but I look angry all the time, and so I don't want to I kind of don't want to have that sort of off-putting look. So, yeah, maybe. I- I'm going to stick with the glasses. But still, it's it's a cool idea for those of you who want to get your vision fixed. And that it would fix nearsightedness and farsightedness. I mean, wow, I can't believe I've managed to say that and not completely slur through it. But that's it's definitely a cool idea. All right, moving on. Homeless camp found on top of an Amtrak station. And as soon as I pulled this story, I started seeing it in mainstream news. Uh, Authorities found what appears to be a homeless person's camp built into a cement structure on the top of a California Amtrak station. Uh, Inside, and it looked kind of almost like a water tower or a water tank sort of thing. But, I mean, it's in California on top of a train station. So, I doubt that's it. Um, Makes you wonder what they actually used it for. But it's just basically a big a cir- uh, round sort of enclosure on the top of this building and uh, somebody put up his tent and got all of his stuff and stashed it in there and and they said somebody saw somebody like lowering a bike out of that little enclosure there and they called the police and they came out with like a with a cherry picker and looked and I was like, holy shit! This dude is just set up here. He's got his tent and his all of his stuff is up here. And so they removed it, and they eventually found a guy and like relocated him and all that stuff. But and it kind of reminds me of way back when I was in high school when I was uh, I was running a con- like a, a concession stand on a on a beach in Corpus Christi, Texas. And if you're familiar with Corpus Christi, Texas and and you know mcgee beach over near the that's off in downtown corpus christi and where there's we're down by the by the seawall and there used to be a winter schnitzel there and uh i used to run it (laughs) and while i was at the time when i was a manager there they uh there was actually a homeless guy and we had t- I mean, we're it's it's downtown by the water. We had, a, and there was a homeless shelter right up the street, so we had a t- a huge uh, homeless problem and and vagrants and things like that in that area. And it was always getting you know kind of hassled by guys. But there's this one guy actually ended up setting up his camp on top of my building, and we only I think somebody pointed it out to us. He'd actually gone to the point of. And this dude was was ballsy. I'll give him that. This dude actually went to the point of like stealing a like a rolling dumpster from another from like a house. He stole like one of those big black dumpsters and rolled and you just see him rolling it down shoreline, coming over and brings it down. And we were like, "What the hell is he doing with that?" And when nobody saw him like. But he ended up hoisting it up on top of the roof, and he had his bike up there, and he had all of his stuff, and this dude perched up on top of our building, and because the roof was slanted, you could only see him from one side of the building. And yeah, I was like, you motherfucker. He's like, and eventually, Marina Patrol, because we were kind of, they were, we didn't call the cops, we called the Marina Patrol, they came down and and cleared all of his stuff away and, and of course, when he came, like, I'm sure they cleared it when he was gone. And he came back, hey, where's all my stuff? I like, can't, like, and he's getting all pissed at us. I was like, we didn't call a marina patrol on you guys. Somebody else did. Somebody said, hey, there's a bunch of stuff. I think there's some homeless guy living on top of the winter shed. they came and cleared his shit out. Like, dude, you hauled a dumpster on top of my building. And it's not even the first thing, time things like that happened because the it was on a pier. It was like a, a concrete pier and, and you go underneath. Well, a bunch of other times, multiple times, uh homeless people had actually dug out areas underneath the pier, under the building, and basically set up their camp. And it makes more sense than being on top of the building, really, but set up underneath the building and kind of, you know, kind of like Troll Bridge style and just under, you know, kind of, Stuck all their crap down under the... Under the... The pier. And... Twice... They broke... The water lines... That would come into the building. So I had no water. <laughs> and... Oh man... I was so pissed... Because it's basically... I can't operate... I don't have water... It's like... I don't have water for my... My soda fountain... I don't have water to wash dishes... I don't have water for anything and eventually and then we heard the sounds of the water heater drying up it's like it never we like we thought we had some sort of water problem well the water heater burnt up because the water that they they hit they hit it coming off of they've basically killed the water lines going into the water heater so the water heater during normal use drained out Never was able to refill because of the line they cracked, and then we had to replace our water heater. Cause assholes. So, but yeah, fuck. I, I I don't I don't have a problem with homeless people. I have a problem with bums. I have a problem with guys that sit there and you know take advantage of you know people's hospitality, and who you know destroyed the property of my my establishment. You know, you can come up and ask for water. You don't have to kick out my water lines. You know, shit like that. And that's how we found it, because we looked and started realizing there was water coming out from under the building. It's like, why is there water coming out from under the pier? The water is way that way. And that's when they found it. And they were like, oh, yeah, we got to shut off the water and all this whole big old long thing. And of course, they found a bunch of backpacks and bicycles and, and crap under the pier and they ended up putting up uh, like chicken wire wrapping the entire pier because of it. But yeah. What are the odds that I'd have a story to go along with that? <laughs> okay, this one is less direct. But a woman arrested for DUI on the way to her wedding. And the only, my only connection to this one is, is its location. This takes place in Morana, Arizona. Uh a woman arrested for driving under the influence after causing a three-car accident while on the way to her wedding um yeah this happened in marana it's it's south of here it's it's just north of tucson i i've been through there a bunch of times i think i may actually be having i may be working out there this weekend but i i i I don't even know what to say. And there's like the, the police out there actually posted up a picture of her getting, you know, thrown in the police car. And they didn't show her face or anything. But you see a woman in a wedding dress uh, getting stuck in the back of a police car after, you know, again, so drunk that she caused a three car accident that put one person in the hospital. Uh, fortunately, nobody, nobody was killed. But I mean, somebody did have to go to the hospital. Like, I I get jitters. I understand having, you know, pre-wedding jitters, but what the, how, how jittery were you that you had to drink that much before your wedding that you caused a three-car accident and got arrested for DUI? And I'd like to point out, and I've said it before, Arizona has some of the harshest laws in the country for DUI. (laughs) This is the last state you want to get busted being drunk in a car. You can get busted drunk in a car here if the car's not running. Yeah. That, we have some strict ass DUI laws here. She is probably ultimately going to end up spending a couple of months in jail. She was released that day, so I I imagine, you know, may may have been late, but she was probably able to get married that day. Unless they, you know, I don't know. They don't do follow-ups like this. The story is the arrest, not her wedding. But this is not say yes to the dress. Say no to the bottle, say yes to the dress. And so I, I don't know if she ever made it to her wedding or if they just did something later or whatever happened. But I'm pretty sure that kind of fucked their plans for the day. (sighs) huh <sighs> yeah yeah i will say moving into our our grand finale of the news i'm glad i do not have a connection it's time for the jackass of the week <coughs> former officer of the year arrested for drugs and child neglect because florida A Florida sheriff's deputy and his girlfriend were arrested after neighbors reported screaming and gunshots at the home. When officers arrived, they found cocaine, marijuana, spent shell casings on the floor, and bullet holes in the walls. And the couple's two-year-old child was also in the home. Back in 2016, this guy was awarded the Florida Sheriff's Association Law Enforcement Officer of the Year and he was a Bronze Star awarded Army Ranger. What the hell happened to this guy? Because I, and I, and the the closest I can go with is you've got like a PTSD situation going on where this dude's seen some shit in his military career or seen some shit in his, his police career that just drove him to drugs. And that sucks. They don't say anything about that in the article because that's not the story. Uh, but what the fuck, dude? The fact that, you know, your neighbors hear you guys fighting and fucking... And there's obviously, you've been shooting up the walls. And when you take shooting up the walls, screaming marijuana and cocaine in the house, you're drugged up off your ass fighting with your girlfriend... In front of the kid. And that's when I just want to take that fucking gun and pistol whip your ass. Because, you know, I, I, I have, I really don't give a shit. If you're stupid and you go and do drugs. Though I'm going to, yes, I'm going to say you're stupid because drugs are kind of stupid, but I'm not going to stop you from using drugs. If you want to do that, do that. Fuck, I don't care. Do not. Let your stupid ass behavior negatively affect another person, especially a fucking kid. The the and I realize this is a two year old, and they say, "Oh, you you know your kids don't remember, you know before three they don't really remember anything." Bullshit. Your two year old is going to have memories, whether how vivid they are. But your two year old is going to have memories of mom and dad fighting and dad shooting stuff. And the police coming and taking me away. And mommy and daddy going away with the police. And the police taking me away from mommy and daddy. That that fucking kid is going to remember that. Because chances are, he's not going home. And I don't know if it was a boy or a girl. I'm just going to say it was a boy. But he's not going home with mom and dad. He's probably not going home with mom and dad for some time, if ever. The fuck? And he and th- these are just normal person gripes. If this was a normal person, anybody, this is just the normal person bitching level. Add on to the fact that this guy was a, a decorated army ranger and an award winning officer of the year award winning police or sheriff's deputy. This dude was a decorated soldier. And police officer. And he's fucking tripping balls. Shooting up his house in front of his kid. The fuck? Seriously? What the fuck? I. All I can say is, is. This has to be either a PTSD situation. And let's give the guy the benefit of the doubt. Maybe the dude just had some. You know. Had some demons that, that were. You know. Creeping out. Or this dude was really good at playing the good officer and he was actually a piece of shit at home and they just found out. Which is just as equally possible. It's totally possible he was a piece of shit and nobody realized it. He just was good when he put on a uniform. Who knows? Eventually it'll probably come out, but that's not gonna be in the news because that's not as interesting as a, you know, award-winning police officer gets arrested. But, damn, either way, I don't care what the, the situation is, he's a jackass. Do you like podcasts? Do you like listening to podcasts? Do you have ears? Do you like Justin and Chrissy? The, that's our names. I know, we have a podcast. It's called So I Married a Movie Geek. Check out this clip where we talk Star Wars sex. Lady uh, this is—I don't know how to explain this articulately, but the what quote unquote gives me lady boners as far as this goes is not a person, and not like especially not like a guy where you know like hair support or, or Luke or you know even if I swung the other way and said Ooh, Leia. What <laughs> <laughs> um, do you Two Ewoks like stacked on top of each other. <laughs> I mean, little we'll double Ewoks. If I if if I were gonna go that route, I would just go for Chewbacca. Like, why do I need two stacked on top of each other? I can have Chewbacca. So you like movies? Do you like good times? Check us out. We're so I married a movie geek at Movie Geek Cast on Twitter. We're on Facebook, iTunes, Podbean, Google Play, Stitcher, all those other things. We'll see you at the movies. What is the Potter family? hey this is shane that's not shane that's a robot set by the government and that's kenny from I'm now i'm a robot that I'm, too from now that i'm older more like now that i'm robots this is gabriel russo from the hollywood scandals of yesteryear podcast this is steve from the drift and ramble podcast this is nick from the epic film guys podcast this is emily from the story behind this is adam from everyone has a podcast this is sean harrigan from the CineScape podcast we are you podcasters coming together in a community to help one another grow so follow us on twitter at Podern family and use the hashtag Podern family in your tweets and retweet other people who do the same Podern family where great podcasts come home so in place of no normal recommended listening i i've covered uh what Eleven people in the last three weeks. I think it's eleven. There's a lot of people. I'm not, not going to count, but I've, I've covered a lot in the last few weeks, and so I'm, I'm taking a mild break. For those of you who are getting annoyed with this segment, I'm. I, uh, this is the last time I will be talking about the Sunshine Summit as it is ending this Friday. But, and I just want to kind of look back on it because it's it's been really fun and as i've been doing so much push for it and i was so excited for it i have listened live to every stream except for the very first one with Elisa lucas from uh, best forever's because i was asleep because last week i was just i was just pushing myself so much last week with uh, you know staying up doing show notes and and writing stuff and recording and and calls and lots of, i i didn't sleep nearly what i needed to last week and of course on fridays i know i'm always going to have a long night and on saturday my day starts earlier so i really have to sleep on friday so i did and that was just kind of i missed i missed the, the most of her live stream i did i did like rewatch it almost i caught like the last 10 minutes of it live. And then I uh, rewatched the whole thing, but I've, I've watched all of it (laughs) and it has been really awesome. It's been really great to see all of these other people that not only, you know, just everybody's kind of connected through Heather and through her show and the friendships and the connections we've made because of her. But we've all kind of gotten connected to each other. A lot of us, you know, we're now we're listening to each other. We're 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 reaching out to each other. We're connecting with the other people that are that are part of this. Uh, the other guests and the other people involved in the Sunshine Summit. And again, I've I was already friends with a lot of them, especially those those on the tail end. Almost just about everybody this week from basically from my spot Sunday on i had already connected with and i was already friends with uh minus uh bandrew scott who closes it out on friday and you know i uh my session on sunday which i felt bad now i had a pre-call with heather on thursday we we chatted just kind of get the the hiccups out and make sure everything worked because the last thing we needed was to try this uh it was like it was on a google hangout and the last thing we needed was to try and get this to work on the day of having never, neither of us having worked it, she had, but having, like me never having used this on the computer and it, it just totally like splice out and not work and we're like, oh shit, what are we going to do? Uh, we got to do this. And so we had a call on Thursday and we chatted and we kind of got all of our, 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 our fangirling out of the way. And oh my God, I can't, you know, this is so exciting. And got all of that out of the way, at least to a degree, because that was the bulk of what I said when we were, when we were actually doing the, the stream. But, and when we had that, and again, when I should have been sleeping, I was, I was doing this, but a lot of it was, it was important for both of us because we needed to get that out of the way. And it was very much a, a you know, a kind of a pre-test of the system. So, of course, when show day comes along and it's time for our our segment and the stream, we are plagued with technical difficulties <laughs> and we get it. We start going and suddenly she can hear me, but I can't hear her. We restart the stream several times. She restarts it on her end. I restart on my end. Um, I switch between the USB on my microphone to running through my mixer to restarting my laptop and back and forth and all this jumbling back and forth. And I even tested it and ran it through to my wife and called my wife with the hangouts through everything. Still nothing. And it it finally got together and was working right. And we're like, yes, finally we got it. We're connected. Yeah. We're so excited. And, but this basically was like almost 30 minutes of us in technical difficulties. Which meant that not only did I have a hard out because uh, uh, Lindsay and Perry from Hello Life and and the pod stuff were right after me. So she did have to, uh, we had to cut that off so she could go get connected with them and get them on. But it means we also started almost 15 minutes late. So I had a very short uh, segment. Which sucks because I was so excited to get to, to chat with her. But at the same time, it was still great because I still got to chat with her and, you know, everybody that was in the chat was really awesome. And, you know, it, it, again, and uh, listening to everybody and listening from the beginning. And it was been really cool just listening about everybody's connections. And, oh, I guess I should backtrack. We did have one other hiccup and it was, it was just a general Sunday was, was a bad tech day. Um, both of us and more so for Heather and I feel bad. It was much more on her end. We were both having like electronic, um, mic hiccups. And I think my end, it may have just been my laptop being slow and not processing the signal very fast, but it appears she had uh, issues with her mic cable giving her. Uh, like a static whenever she would talk, it would get kind of, uh, robot voicey and, and she was getting electronic feedback. Uh, and that, and it sucks because there's nothing you can do about that at the time. But she did, she got a new cable and it was all good and everything Monday and it was good, um for Emily Prokop from the story behind yesterday. And so that was, it was, it's been going great and I've, I've been loving watching everybody's streams and, and you know, all this stuff everyone's talking about. And I feel like kind of a, a a mini celebrity within this whole thing because I have been name dropped in every single live stream. And I, I I can easily chalk that up to the fact that I've promoted everybody and I've been promoting the, the, the sunshine summit so much, but it's kind of funny because like, cause I've talked about everybody On the show in the last three weeks. And so everybody has mentioned me and it's, and it's granted again, now coming into the tail end of things where they're all friends. And so yeah, that makes sense, but it's been really funny. And again, I've been in the chat. So I've been like chiming in with stuff too, because I just ramble. And so I've been jumping in there too. And, but it's, it's been. It's been really cool. I, I was, I was joking on the, when we did the, my segment that I felt like I should just like show up and turn off my camera. Probably would have helped my situation because my camera sucks. I actually just went and bought a webcam because I've, I'm, I have, there's, I have reasons to have a webcam now, more for my wife, but anyway. But yeah, you know, it's like, my camera sucks on my laptop. And I was like, eh, but I'm like, man, I, I, I feel like a celebrity coming in here because everybody's talking about me. And I don't show my face on my, on many things. And more, cause again, I'm not very photogenic. So I don't show my face. And I'm like, yeah, I should come on here and be like all big, big, bad celebrity man. And I'm like, no, you can't see my face. I have to keep my anonymity and all that stuff. Cause I, I don't, but, um, I was like, yeah, I'm just going to come in and you're just going to see my, my logo and I'm going to be all tough. And I'm like, don't be a schmuck. <laughs> That's basically of too, but. It was a blast, and it's been great. And tonight, if you're listening to this on release day, which is Wednesday, tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern is is Nick Haskins from the Epic Film Guys and the Restaurant Podcast. And tomorrow is Gareth from Gareth's Random Ramblings. And it's closing out Friday with Bandrew Scott from Bandrew Says Podcast and Podcasters channel. And, of course, I'm going to be chiming in on all of those, and especially for Gareth, because Gareth is a friend, and I love nothing than to bust my friend's chops, especially when he's live on something. I did hear from Heather that there is not going to be video for Gareth, and I basically it amounts to Australian internet sucks. And so yeah, they're they're not going to be doing video for theirs. It's just going to be audio, which totally makes sense. Because it's, yeah, it's like uh, that's the reason why way back in the day I never was able to do anything really with my buddy Mark from what's happening with the new man uh, when he was doing that show, even though I was like, I would have loved to connect with him and gotten him on the show or do something with him on his show. Australian internet sucks. And so, yeah, there's just it trying to do a live streaming video. Even though technically they're both in the same area, he's in mainland Australia and she's in New Zealand. They're much closer than trying to stream Arizona to New Zealand. But yeah, there's that um she's actually not even doing this from her home. She's doing this from like a, a friend's office in the city just so she has, you know, solid grounded internet. But it's 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 going to be fun and it's I'm you know getting to chime in on all these and getting to hear the nice things that everybody has said about me. And it's funny because everyone's kind of like further perpetuating the, this, the image that I'm a really nice guy and Emily was giving me crap. It was like, Oh, he can say he's, he's grumpy and crotchety all he wants, but he's still a a nice guy. Hashtag nice guy, Adam was like, fuck you guys, (laughs) but they're great. And it's, it's been really cool hearing, just, I mean, everybody talking about it, not just you know when they're talking about me, that makes my heart flutter when they they talk about me because come on, you're hearing your name mentioned and in, in another thing, and so I get all all butterfliesy and whatnot. But it's it's just been really cool listening to everybody's stories and the different things and the, the connections everyone's made, and it's been really awesome. And I, and I and I I like listening to stories. I like listening to people's stories about stuff. That's why I ramble and tell stories about stuff. That's why 90% of this episode has been me and stories about stuff. Actually, I think just about every part of it, other than the, the the cop thing, everything on this show this week has been kind of stories and stuff. And, yeah, it's just been, it's been really cool. And I'm looking forward to Nick and, and Gareth and and Bandrew and kind of how they, because uh, on Friday, the kind of big wrap up, Is there, uh, Heather told me she blocked out two hours. So she got a big finale. (laughs) I wish, I so wish that, uh, we could get like as many of the people in and just because I know on Google Hangouts and the way it's all being done, you can theoretically have like 10 people in on this chat at once. You can have 10 people all streaming into the same thing all at the same time. I think it, I think it's 10. I don't use it that often. I've just heard it because, uh, the podcasters roundtable uses it. And so I've heard that's how that kind of runs. But it'd be really awesome if they could get like everybody in. I realize that's not an option. I know, uh, I don't think Perry from, from Podstuff is not available. Gareth, I mean, we're talking time zone differences. Everybody's in a different time zone. And so it'd be a whole big, long, complicated thing. It'd be great to get everybody in. I'm also going to be at work. So that's not even an option for me as much as I'd like to do it. So, you know, there's all of that, but it'd be, it'd be a great finale for it. But either way, I'm, I'm going to be tuning in. I have just murdered my phone battery through this as I've been watching it. You know, whether I'm, I'm driving to work with my phone in my lap, like mostly just listening as I'm driving, but you know, doing all that. It's, it's, I, I'm i not going to miss it. That's it. That's really it. And, I, and it's like I said during my stream, during my segment, whatever Heather's doing, I'm going to support her because she supported me and she's, you know, she's just been a great friend and I'm not like, I'm going to be there as much as I can be there. I'm going to be there with her and 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 support this thing and I'm looking forward to the next thing she does. And speaking of, Things moving forward and supporting things. Great transition there. Um, episode 100 is coming up. And it's probably the, the smoothest transition I'll ever make in the world. Uh, episode 100 is coming up. This is episode 97. That means I got three more weeks to go. What does that mean on the calendar? That means that on April 4th, I will be having my 100th episode. It only took me the better part of three years. It's like two, two and like three quarters years because the show started in July. So, yeah, it's, it's taken me almost three years to get there. But episode 100, April 4th. And damn it, I'm not going to be late on this date because I just like the ring of that date. But what I am hoping for is what I want to do, and I've been kind of trying to toss around ideas for what to do for episode 100. And so I've had this idea, and I'm, I'm totally ripping off Dave Jackson like I do with so many things. For his episode 600, he kind of did, he did like an AMA thing, you know, ask me anything. And in his case, he said, ask me anything not related to podcasting. So there's a lot of music questions and movie questions and things like that. But for me, I, I think I like that idea. I like the... And I I liked when I kind of did that during the national podcast posting month back in November. I like the idea of like people asking me questions and I answer them, and because it's 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 good like listener feedback and and, and listener interaction. I like that. It's fun. So I want to do that, and along with that, if you would like to send me a message, say something about. The 100th episode, congratulations, it only took you three fucking years, way to go, dumbass. Whatever you want to say, whatever, it's you know, send it to me. I'd love to hear, you know, I I want to hear from people. It's a it's 100 episodes, it's a big thing, and it's taken me way too long to get here. That first, you know, the first half of this was a struggle, it took me a long time to get in a groove, but I've been pretty damn good for the last year, all things considered. Minus some illnesses, uh, keeping me off mic. I've managed to actually keep the show going regularly for the last year. And I'm, I'm looking forward to the next hundred years, hundred years. God I'm going to live forever <laughs> doing this podcast at a time when they don't need microphones or computers and you just speak. It's going to be like Dumbledore, and you put the, the put the wand to your neck, and everybody fucking hears you. That's it. That's what how podcasts are going to be in a hundred years. We have transcended beyond computers and microphones, and I'm rambling again because, anyway. But I'm looking forward to that, and I'm I'm really hoping I can get some some clips and some some things to share on the show, and some questions even. Even weird ones, I'm willing to accept weird ones, because why the hell not? Nothing pervy. <laughs> Just because. I think that'd be awkward for everybody involved. But, yeah, send me your questions. Uh, OddDadOut at com, or hit me up on Twitter or Facebook at OddDadOut. And if, you wanted, if you're really interested and you really dig the show, or you want to connect with me and other people who dig the show... Check out the Facebook group, Twisted World of the Odd Dead Out. I'll see where, what it's gonna take me to get that little fancy URL there. I don't know. But, last, but certainly not least, and it's the way I put it in the post too, going forward, after episode 100, I want to start, and it's this very much a confidence thing and a, and an element that kind of came from doing interviews recently and doing like the guest spot with the Sunshine Summit and reaching out and having these kind of connections with people and the, the connections I've made and wanting to connect more with people, especially the people that I've featured. The people like Heather, like Gareth and and Chris uh the Mole Man and Mike Jolitz. These people that I consider my friends. These people that I consider like my podcast friends that you know, something happens, I would want to, you know, I want to be there for them. I want to start doing interviews or at least doing guests. I, I, I'm crap with interviews and I don't want to look at like actual interview interviews, but I want to start having guests on the show. And I want to kind of look into doing that. Not in every, every week thing. God, no, that's just too damn much work. I would very easily stop being weekly. If I had to do interviews every week, I just don't have the time for that. But I want to kind of look into that. I want to look at like, you know, reaching out and probably doing a little more reaching out to more people. Oh, God, just the thought of that just, I get nervous doing that. But reach out to more people and it's about having them be a guest on the show and just like, yeah, and we'll just, we'll chat and we'll do, we'll do what I do, but with somebody else because, you know, I can ramble and sit here and ramble and talk shit all day, but it's a lot cooler if I've got somebody to talk to. And I will, and I'll, and I'll pass on that recommended listening to the guest because you guys have heard tons of what I like and what I listen to, but what's everybody else listening to? Maybe get a, a an opinion other than me. So, that's what I'm. That's what I'm really looking forward to. That's what I'm. I'm, I'm trying. That I'm aiming for. Moving forward after episode 100, and we'll see how all of this goes. Again, I'm going to be trying to do more writing. Um, I'm going to probably, I'm going to try, and I really mean try (laughs) to get the web, get the website kind of redone. I don't know if I can, I don't know if financially I can swing it. Um, but you know, that's, that's just kind of the, the, if you want to help with that, there's a little donate button on, on the webpage. Um, no, I'm not going to pressure you into it, but that's. I'm just trying. I want to do all these things. I want to legitimize this show a little bit more. I've got more people than ever are tuning in every week. I've got more people, you know, talking about it. People voluntarily joining the group to to see my random crap. So I want to do the best I can. I want to make the experience and what, you know, you find about this show. I want to legitimize the show a little bit more, I guess. And, You know, it's kind of a weird thing to say, but I guess, you know, have a proper domain, have a a more, have a better looking website, things like that. I want to do those things. Uh, I've, I've been wanting to do those things since the beginning. And so, you know, it's just, it's all goals. I mean, I'm getting up on a hundred episodes and to be at a hundred episodes and, and you know, I want to kind of legitimize things a little bit more. I want to, I want to, I want to look better. What can I say? but that's all you know stuff moving forward that's all me rambling (laughs) but anyway i've rambled so much this has been so very little news whole lot of me yakking this week (laughs) sorry guys next week i will be getting back into recommended listening features i'm checking out a lot of a lot of new shows uh because well i have to (laughs) If I want to keep the segment going, I gotta try out new stuff, and so you, I may have some repeats. Some of the people I had the, like kind of mini features over you know, the last few weeks, I might give them. I'll give them a designated segment because they deserve it. But that's gonna be coming up, and I'm gonna warn you now. As as we go at a, get a little bit closer to it, I am gonna start uh, really pushing for the uh, live stream for the Cure, which is put on by the Epic Film guys, because. Again, it's another big live stream event. Three days, 30 hours of live streams to raise money for cancer research. And come on, I, I, I you know, it's one thing to promote a, a friend's event and, and celebrating connections. It's another to be raising money for cancer. So I'm really going to be pushing this one hard. Sorry, guys. <laughs> uh, maybe I will get. Maybe if I could find the time, I'll get Nick or Justin on here. That'd be that'd be kind of awesome to do. Get them on here. Let them you know let them pimp the event so i don't necessarily have to but we'll see how that goes and in the meantime if you if you want to send me something uh drop me a line uh facebook instagram uh, uh, uh twitter at uh gmail all at odd Dad out uh check the show notes at odd out dot there's a tab up there i've got All of the live streams from the Sunshine Summit Uh, going up there. uh, Just click the little Sunshine Summit 2018 tab. And until next week, I am still Adam Higgins, the Odd Dad, out. Thank you and good night.